Hello, good people upon the planet of Earth. Welcome to You Are Worthy, the podcast whereupon which we speak of feelings, emotions, and all of things in between of them. My name is Michael Mookie Blakelock, otherwise known of Lil Mookie B, comedian, podcaster, influencer, person who can tell when something's wrong. You okay? I can tell that you're not. Welcome of today's podcast episode. Sounds like you need it. Hey, here's something interesting. I was just playing an old tape. You ever do that? You ever pop in an old tape and listen of it? You ever do something cool like that? Of course, little Mookie B. I am an audiophile who listens of old tapes all the time. Sometimes I'll dust off of my old tape deck and pop in of an old gray little tape. And by that I mean such things of old music albums, for example, Melissa Etheridge. Or if I'm feeling in a punk mood, I might pop in some early Green Day and really rock out. Maybe it's something I taped off the radio of my youth when that was still a thing that people had to do. Maybe it's a tape of rainforest sounds that helps me get to sleep. Or maybe even an old casingle, as they cleverly called them back of the day, with only one single song upon it to listen to over and over and over again until the rewind button wears itself out. Is that what you mean when you say play of an old tape, Lil Mookie B? <sighs> no, listener. Unfortunately, it is not. And while whatever that is sounds like a real blast, I guess, these are not the old tapes I am referring of. As you should probably know by now, this is a greater metaphor for therapy and mental health. And when I say playing of old tapes, quote of quote, I am referring to the playing back within our heads, the negative things that we often tell ourselves because they have been pounded upon our brains through the trauma of past things. These are the tapes I am referring of. And no, they are not cool as I referred to them earlier to make my point. Because our brains, aka minds, are like human tape decks, if you will indulge me of the metaphor. And as we collect different traumas as we grow throughout our life, our collection of tapes becomes quite large and would be rather impressive to a record store owner if they were actual tapes. But they are not. They are just called that. So what exactly are these tapes that we play? These negative tapes that are far from music to our ears and hearts. Well, they vary for person to person, but for me, these tapes are such things of everyone hates me, like I am not attractive, I don't have any worth, like my podcast isn't perfect, like I don't deserve to have everything I want, like things such of that. For you, it might be I have no talent. I will never be successful of my career. I suck at being a friend or like singing, like whatever it is. And we, and I also, reach back of the collection and play these old tapes over and over and over again of our heads to the point where even the tape itself falls out of the plastic part and you have to like crank it back in with a pencil. This is kind of nostalgic, isn't it? Anyways, um... <laughs> I don't want to stray off track here, but that's just a cool observation. So, these tapes that we play, they often come up when we are of a bad place, when we are in fear or anger of some kind, when we are feeling of low self-worth. We play these tapes to almost kind of, and this may shock you, confirm the fears that we already have of ourselves. I fear every single day that everyone hates me, that I am not attractive that I don't have any worth, that my podcast is not perfect. And because these types of things are told of us of our past, perhaps by our parents, by our siblings, our school bullies, or even society at large, then I and we will often reach back and pull forth those negative thoughts from deep within inside of us and use them to make us not feel crazy for feeling those negative feelings of ourselves, Like, we feel more comfort finding confirmation of our fears than we do living in actual comfort away from our actual fears. Isn't that so fascinating and fucked up at the same time of me to say? It is, isn't it? Of course everyone loves me. Of course I have worth. 
Of course I am attractive. Of course my podcast is perfect. None of those things I said previously are even remotely true. But it is the tapes of old that keep being played with inside of my own psyche, basically involuntarily of me, that keeps me thinking this negative way. So, how do we stop playing these tapes? How do we stop this terrible music that we are constantly listening to? How do we round up all the tapes and the tape deck and the speakers and the whole damn stereo system and put them all in a pile in the middle of the street and drive a steamroller over them? Well, first we must understand that these are in fact just tapes. That they are nothing more than things we think of ourselves and are not real things of reality that are real to real life. Secondly, we must remember that These were not put there by us. We may think that we are being unkind of ourselves, but it really is because others were unkind to us of our pasts. They installed the tape player and recorded the tapes and played them for us over and over again. And at this point, we simply just have the song stuck in our heads. And thirdly, and uh, you're going to hate me for this. (laughs) You've heard me say this before. Oh boy, you are not going to like this. (laughs) I have said it over and over and over and over again so many times over. You're probably sick of hearing it, but I'm going to say it one more time because it is so extremely important for this kind of thing. Guys, we must go to therapy. Sorry, I feel like a broken record at this point. Or a broken tape, I should say, kind of cleverly of the topic. But we got to do it. Sure, you can listen to the podcast and take my advice like you are doing, but we can't just simply undo these things. We must do the work and have the patience to attend a therapy and work out these fucked up problems that we all have. It does not happen overnight, and these tapes, they may never go away. They may always linger within you, with your brain finger hovering over the play button. But if we cannot turn off of the tapes, we can at least turn down the volume of them. Luckily, we record this podcast digitally. Um, Okay, let's start the podcast. But first, let's do some positiveness. Breathe, would you? I want to build your social skills today. I want you to be able to go out and socialize with great ease. I want you to be able to show up to a party and just, like, be good at it. Like, be good at being there and talking to people. Not having any anxiety whatsoever you of what you're wearing or how you come off. I want you to be able to walk up to any person, anywhere, and just start talking to them, apropos of nothing. I want you to be able to walk into a room and just pull focus. That sounds like a lot, I know. But if I can do it, you can too. I want you to imagine the reason why you don't do this currently all the time. What makes you scared when you enter a room or see an attractive person across the coffee shop or whatever? Are you afraid they'll think you're ugly? Stupid? A creep? A weirdo? A dumbass? A fucking grade-A loser? These are the things you tell yourself every time you walk into a room, isn't it? Well, guess what? That ends now. I want you to imagine what you actually are confident of. Think of the confidence you have of your job, if you're really good at it. Think of the confidence you have when picking out a movie to watch of Netflix. Think of how confidently you scarf down a bean burrito at dinner time or lunchtime even. Now I want you to imagine walking up to a stranger with that same confidence. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Walk right up of that person, someone you've never met before of your life. Maybe it's at a party. Maybe it's at the bus stop. Maybe it's at the carnival, wherever you hang out most frequently. Now I want you to imagine going up to them with the confidence of those confident things I just mentioned. 
I want you to imagine turning your back of this person and saying something interesting. Something like, Hey, I just scarfed down a bean burrito. What did you do today? Like something kind of random like that. Kind of like an icebreaker. And I want you to imagine them being so interested by this that they can't help but start talking to you. I want you to imagine your self-confidence building. Building so much so that you say something almost bad. Like something negative. Like that's how confident you are of yourself that you would say something almost mean. We'll call it a neg for short. See how they start to gain interest of you and your interesting personality. Imagine talking endlessly with confidence without worrying what the other person is thinking of you or trying to say themselves. Just keep going. Escalate. Introduce physical touch where you like pretend to read their palm or something or go like, oh, that's a nice necklace and like touch their neck. Neg them again. They're salivating over you now. They are dripping wet. Now, pull the trigger. Do something crazy. Ask them to hang out. Ask for their phone number. Kiss them even. See that? You didn't have that confidence before this, did you? Trust me, this stuff works. Oh, also, wear like crazy clothes or something. I don't know, just get out of your comfort zone. Like, just do it. So anyways, just imagine doing these things as you try and do them the next time you go out to socialize. It's a great way to meet people, and I think it will improve your overall quality of life. As always, you're welcome. And also, as always, you are brave, you are strong, you are beautiful, you are courage, you are light, you are loved, you are worthy with Lil Mookie B. Loyal listeners, if you would allow me a moment of your time, I'd like to tell you of an incredible podcast, The Sloppy Boys, from Tim Kalpakis, Mike Hanford, and Jeff Dutton, past guests of the show and close personal friends of mine with whom I share a charming rapport. Together they are The Sloppy Boys, who are not only defined as a kick-ass party rock band comprised of three hilarious dudes, but they are lovers of drinking of adult drinks, aka imbibing, which is kind of a cool way to say that. The Sloppy Boys is a podcast about cocktails, where each week after week, the fellows will drink and discuss a cocktail recognized by the International Bartenders Association. Drinks such of Tequila Sunrise, White Russian, Cosmopolitan, Mint Julep, to say the name of just a few of them. You can also find them upon Patreon, where Patrons, as they are cleverly called, get access to the Sloppy Boys Blowout, a weekly bonus episode where the fellows speak upon topics such as music, movies, TV shows, or, with all honesty, anything they damn well please. No one requires of anyone else's approval to do what they please, and the Sloppy Boys are no exception of this. Visit patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. You needn't be a drinker to enjoy of this podcast. You simply must be a human being upon the planet of Earth. They're just having fun, and so therefore you will have much fun as well. This is true, I know this from personal experience. The Sloppy Boys podcast is on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check it out for a funny, boozy, wild time. Oh, and tell them Lil Mookie B sent you. Listeners, welcome back to the interview portion of the podcast. Um, we all have places that we live. You know, the space we live upon, the space we live in, the space we live of is directly tied of our mental health. And I'm so happy to have this person upon the podcast today to tell us a little more about that. She is a home design consultant, but she's also a design therapist. She does design therapy. And of course, the word therapy gets my ears ringing. It makes my ears hot, of course. And so I'm very happy to have her to sort of you know, talk to us about what it is that we can do with our home spaces to make those spaces better for our mental health, to be able to, you know, breathe, relax, live, sleep, eat upon these places that we live. So I want to welcome of the podcast, um, home design consultant and design therapist, Bernice Spouts. Bernice, welcome of the podcast. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me into your 
virtual home. I um, I love I, that. I love that. Uh, is it as shoes off? <laughs> I actually have my slippers on right now because it's a little cold in here to keep my mm-hmm. feet warm. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, we are of a time where you, we cannot go into each other's physical spaces necessarily. And, um, you know, you've sort of made the metaphor of I've invited you into my home. And, 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 and thank you for having me of your home. I sort of see your house of the background and your shelves and things. And, and it looks very neat. Mm. Well, well, thank you. This is actually, um, this is not my home. This is my office. Oh, my office is my mistake. I apologize. That's okay. My, um, as, as a home consultant, it's important that my office looks like a home, but it's also important that nobody sees my actual home. Mm, why is that? That's interesting. As somebody who I would think would want to show off their space as sort of an example of others to model their spaces after. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as you introduced me, I am, I do consider myself a design therapist and mm. um, I deal with the way that our space that we inhabit is sacred mm. and is one and the same with our internal state and our mental health. Mm. And so I feel letting someone into my home would be akin to your traditional talk therapist, psychotherapist, letting a client hear their problems with their marriage, their issues with their parents. It is their sacred internal space, so it's very important I keep that private. Okay. So what I'm hearing Mm -hmm. you say is that you could look at someone's space, their home, Mm -hmm. their living situation, and tell a lot about that person generally, or or a lot about that person's uh, personality or their struggles or their you know, strengths or weaknesses or what have you. Am I correct in saying mm-hmm. that? Correct. Correct. Like, for example, I see you have two two framed photographs. One appears to be of uh, flames of some nature. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a frame that is likely from a, a Michael's, an Ikea. Um, that, to me, says that you um, don't prioritize your memories Um, Mm. You don't prioritize your own um, inspirations. You think that it is worthy of a very cheap frame, a frame $17 or under likely $5 to $6. Um, Would you say that's correct? Hmm, that's very interesting. And before I answer that question, mm-hmm. I just for the listeners who can't see, I do have two frame photos behind me. One of them is of a um, picture of a skateboarder on flames. And the other one is a uh, framed picture of um, I, you actually nailed it right on the head. It is from Ikea and it is the picture that came of the frame. I sort of had a blank space of the wall that I felt just sort of needed something, mm-hmm. you know, instead of blank space. But um you know, mm. it's interesting because it's it, it seems tough. Did you say it's bad? Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's a bad it's a bad oh. sign. Um, okay, blank so, space so- filled with something inexpensive, something impersonal. You're compensating, lacking a sense of identity. There is something within you that you feel is blank, is empty, perhaps stupid. Wow. It's interesting because I kind of totally disagree with you, but I'm very Mm. interested to hear what you have to say. Tell me if I'm getting this right, but it seems like you're telling me that maybe I should, in those spaces that I have these, what you consider to be cheap and expensive Mm -hmm. uh, framed photos, Mm -hmm. should have something else that is more personal and or expensive in place of those? Yeah, that is correct. Yep. Okay. I I can tell you have experience. You're absorbing the concepts very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm a good listener and Mm -hmm. I'm a good talker as well. Let's say, okay, fine. I guess we're jumping sort of right into it. Like if you were of my house, Mm -hmm. you know, just based on what is the, in the background of me of zoom, if, if you were doing your design consultancy therapy on me Mm -hmm. and my space, what would you say should replace these two photos that you think are bad? I, I don't, I don't usually sort of jump in this quickly, but I, I can, um, Sort of see see what I can do with the time we have. Um, I appreciate. That. I Thank wish you. it was just the and we, and we can and we can go uh-huh. we can go as much time as as we need. Okay, terrific. Because I, I edit these. Yeah, I edit these. So okay, okay, excellent, great. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just I don't want you to feel like there's a time limit. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I do I do appreciate that. Um, mm. so I I feel that um the first thing we would do is remove the pictures but unfortunately it's it's about so much more than the pictures you know i'm i'm looking sure, at the wall yeah, behind you be. i'm looking mm-hmm. at um at this the paint on the wall um i'm mm-hmm. looking at the wall itself i'm seeing 
a thin plaster, perhaps a drywall. I'm looking at a vent that implies to me that you don't have full central air conditioning in your apartment, but rather one wonky heating vent that maybe can heat one room, but you need to leave the door open to heat the whole apartment. Am I, am I mm. in the right area? Yeah, I'd say you're spot on on all of these. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I guess what I would say, and I would be wondering what your clients would say is mm -hmm. that like, you know, those are circumstances that I don't feel as though I necessarily can help at the moment. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I mm -hmm. rent an apartment, you know, I, I, I do not own the property that I live upon. Mm. Um, I don't have control, you know, like my landlord would probably not let me paint the walls or I'm going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to stop you there. Okay. okay. Um, I heard something that I want to, uh, pause on and reflect back to you. Okay. You live in a bad space. Mm. Correct. Wow. And you, um, I, I, apparently so mm -hmm. I, I, I'd never thought of it that way, uh -huh. but uh, according to what I'm hearing from you, yes. And I'm hearing you say you cannot, these circumstances are beyond your control. Mm, yeah. Is that, is I, that I, correct? I, 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 I believe that to be correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you something that I, I ask many of my clients, but I, I do mean this personally directed mm -hmm. towards you. Why? Don't you live in a better space? Wow. Um, that's a tough question. Yeah, I can rephrase it for you. Why is your apartment bad? It's unappealing. Wow. Sort of gross. This is, this is so interesting of me because I had never thought of it as being bad or gross. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Like this is just sort of... I, I almost wonder, and maybe this is what you're trying to get me to understand, and if I'm not, please let me know, but many of us day by day just go about our lives and sort of don't think of these things of like, we sort of take our living space for granted, you know what I mean? We sort of go... I just get up every day and I eat my breakfast and I go and I do my, my workout and I, you know, walk of my dog and I, you know, record of my podcast and things like that. And the thing I'm thinking about the least is the space that I live upon, that I live within. Mm -hmm. it, the thought never crossed of my mind that the space that I'm living in could be bad or that I could be in a better space and I'm simply choosing not to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so to answer your question, why do I not live in a better space? Why do I live in this bad space? And I guess the answer is I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was living in a bad yeah. space. Yeah. I, I guess the space is not something that I made of a priority. I get that a lot. You're I smiling big lot. right now. Yeah. I think you're getting that I'm getting it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's so interesting um, because yeah. in, in what I do, I speak to so many people who until we connect, they do not realize that their houses are insufficient in some way, ugly, too small, mm. carpet, bad counters, windows that only go from the middle of the wall to the ceiling when they should be from floor to ceiling. And what we don't realize, what none of us realize is two key things. This kind of space affects the way we think of ourselves. You know, every day I mm. wake up and look at a small closet that sends the message to me that there is not enough room in my life for a lot of things. I should not have a lot of things. My closet is small. My life is small. I am small. You're saying you have, you have a small closet currently? I, I cannot disclose anything about my living space. This is purely okay. hypothetical. Okay. Sorry. I, I guess. It's, okay. all, it's, all, it's all right. It's all right. Again, we just... Um, imagine I'm a therapist. You would not ask your therapist, is she having intimacy problems with her spouse would you um i have asked that to my therapist before she didn't answer it but i mean i'm just I'm, i mean it's very yeah it's, it's, you, you it's can, i'm saying you can you can ask that it's not necessarily i understand what you're saying it's sort of not you're not supposed to you're no no it's 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 quite invasive okay and um so so the number one thing i try to help my clients realize is again their, their space is bad and it's making them bad it's making them act bad and feel bad mm. and then the second piece that so many people fail to realize is like you can control this 
You can control the space you live in. You can purchase a bigger house. Mm. You can remodel a bathroom that perhaps has those green old Hollywood tiles that you might have thought were cute when you first moved into a space and now they kind of just scream regression. You can Mm. hire me Mm. to help you find a new space, to um, help you flip all your furniture to do any of these things. So, right. so these are, this is kind of my two pronged approach. Your space is bad and you can change it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating of me. One thing immediately that comes of my mind is that like, I am of course, and I'm sure you know this, um, you know, being upon my podcast, me being who I am, mm-hmm. that I am somebody who does very much have his life together. You know what I mean? I attend to therapy. I have learned of empathy. I am, you know, I am an expert at sort of, you know, mental health and, you know, um, letting go, uh, you know, being of acceptance, things of that, you know, I think most anyone, if everyone would look upon me and say, that guy's got his life together yet by you looking at just two frame pictures behind of me, you're saying, no, 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 you're incorrect. You really are. You, you've sort of determined my worth based on what you have looked at of my space in the narrow, literally little box that I'm in that you're looking at me upon zoom. Well, um, you know, I want to kind of flip that around on you and frame it to say, um, you have determined your worth by the ugly and cheap things you have chosen to put in your space, uh, simply oh. based on what I, what I see in the Zoom window. I see what appears to be, um, I'm unclear as to whether that's a curtain or a sheet um, obscuring your window. Do, do you care to? Do you care oh, that, to is a, uh, that is a tapestry. Oh. That is a flower tapestry that huh. I use to, um, you know, fill a section of wall next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And what was the impulse behind purchasing and putting up this tapestry? Um, you know, I needed something of the wall and I found it online and I thought it looked nice. Uh, you know, and I chose a flower pattern because, you know, I, and I do have plants in my apartment. We're not in my living room right now, but I do have plants of my living room that I take care of very well. But I sort of thought that, um, you know, a, a, a flower themed sort of, um, you know, art piece upon my wall would sort of bring some life into my room and some color and some, uh, you know, some sort of soft welcoming vibes or whatever. If I ever had a person, you know, specifically a woman come into my bedroom. And, and do you have a woman come into your bedroom frequently? Uh, you know, I do. Okay. Are you lying? I, I, I no, I, I, I'll, I'll flip it back on you and say, I, I cannot disclose. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Oh, um, anyway, okay. what I would ask you, um, cause just from my professional therapeutic opinion, you are lying and it seems that you don't have many women come into your bedroom oh. instead of a tapestry. What if that was a window? Wow. I will say that that wall just goes into my living room. That is not the edge of my apartment. So I, I could put a window there, but I would just be looking into my living room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what if? Instead of looking into your living room, that window looked over perhaps a mountain vista. Okay. Perhaps a lake, perhaps um, several other houses, small houses, faraway houses down the hill of people living distant lives to yours. Do you think that would change your outlook and perhaps your luck in the space of having someone in your bedroom? It very well may, um, you know, I guess. So what, so what you're asking me to do is, um, knock that wall down, put up a window. Um, and instead of it looking into my living room, that it would overlook some sort of a town or look at mountains in the distance. So, you know, it, it, it seems like what you're suggesting is almost impossible, but, um, what I'm hearing you say is, and if I could sort of, um, try and, you know, boil down your sort of business here in a nutshell is saying that like people's, you know, worth their mental health, their quality of life would be much better if they lived in nice houses on hills that overlook mountains and towns. Yes, you've, um, you've, you've captured it. You've captured it pretty well, but I want to circle back to something you just said. Um, okay. You said that would be impossible. 
And I, I did. I want you to tell me why. Why did you say that would be impossible? For Why you. would it be impossible yes. for me to have a window in my bedroom that overlooked mountains and towns? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I would say one is that like, again, just simply right off the bat, if I put a window there, it would, it would just look into my living room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, two, you know, if, if for some reason, you know, if I were to tear down my living room and have that window go straight outside, I do not live in a neighborhood that overlooks mountains and towns. Do you know what I mean? Like I just live mm -hmm. of a neighborhood. If you were to tear my living room down and put a window there, I would be looking at the, um, basically like the apartment buildings across the street. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm hearing a lot of, you're getting very tangled up in the, in the logistics of your particular floor plan. Why, why are you so fixated on this space? What is stopping you from attaining a space where you can have a window mm. that overlooks a hill, a lake, a mountainside, many small houses, as I said? That, that's an interesting point, And I'm glad you brought that up. You know, this is something that I had been thinking about as you've been talking, which is, you know, I would say one of the main things that is holding me back is mm -hmm. say like, you know, um, and, and again, not that I don't do well, not that I don't, you know, have donations mm -hmm. made of my podcast and things of that, and that I don't have a, you know, successful uh, career of show business and, and, and what have you. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I would say that like my stumbling block to going to a better place. And I think this would maybe be a stumbling block of many other people is, you know, um, is financial is, you know, can I afford to, you know, I, I obviously could afford to be in a better place and I like to stay here, you know, like, you know, to save of my money and, you know, sort of just like be frugal. I am like a single person and, you know, like I just need, I just need the things that I need. And, and I'm sort of, you know, a humble person who does not live beyond his means. But, um, you know, I would say that like, do you have many clients that you're telling to move to nicer places with large windows that overlook mountains and towns? If, if those clients come to you and say, I can't afford that, you know, mm -hmm. what, what is, what do you say to that? Is that a solution mm -hmm. or is that something that you work into your plan for these people? I'm, well, I'm so, I'm so glad you asked because this, um, mm. this, this happens so frequently in my mm. work. Yeah, you know, I figured it might. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's one, of the, one of these major blocks, and I love it. I love it when people come to me. Oh, wow. When they come to me and, you know, and say... So you're deriving pleasure from, from this. Well, well, yes, because this is where the breakthroughs happen. I see. Then I... Because my question to that, and it's the question I ask to you right now, is mm -hmm. you say you can't afford this. Whose fault is that? Mm. Wow. You can um, sit with it. I'd like you to answer, and I'd like you to answer. Okay, let me... I, I will sit with it for mm -hmm. a moment here. Um, okay, I have an answer. Okay. You Society. Can. All right. Okay, and um, that's, again, what many people say, and just to... Am I, know, was I right? No. Oh, okay. Um, you're, you're not correct. And, and I'm, can I I'm guess gonna... again. Okay. I'll, can I, I'll can I get, guess can again. I guess yeah. one more time? Sure. Okay. Um, my parents. Okay. I'm gonna, um, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and explain the right answer. Cause, cause again, it's, it's not society. Okay. It's not your parents. Um, it comes back, uh, as so many therapeutic questions do, to you. Mm. You. Me. You mm. are the one standing That was going to be my way. next guess. Should, should have been your first. But, but I'm, I'm glad you guessed. I'm glad you guessed incorrectly because, again, so many people do. And, and, and what I deal with and what I try to hold my clients' hands through is this process of asking yourself what is in my power to get myself in a space that will then turn back into my life as, as a positive wow. that will, will affect me internally in a positive way? Can I get another credit card? Can I get a better job? Can I get more listeners for my podcast so then mm. I in turn get more money? If I'm not making money on my podcast, can I do something different that will bring me the amount of money that then I can invest 70% of it in a new home and 30% of it in a consultant therapist like myself to help mm. you find the space 
that will right. best cultivate your internal growth because you're blocked. Mm. And, and, you know, and I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it this bluntly. Um, but I, I know where you've, you've told me we have limited time. So you are blocked. We, we have all, we have all, we have, there's no time limit. We are in a rush. So you're blocked. You are in one place. You're spinning your wheels. The only thing that will fix it is a nicer, bigger, better home. And wow. I'm, I'm going to leave you with that. It might take, you know, a lot of people react. Well, don't, don't leave yet. Don't a leave lot of yet, people, I, well, I will be leaving momentarily. Again, you impressed upon me that we have incredibly limited time. I, I did not. I just, a lot of people hear that and they, they recoil, you know, mm. it's, it's the same thing people may feel when they, when a, fa- a loved one says you have an addiction problem, you know, when somebody says to, to a family member, uh, you are, you are treating me badly. You're, you're, you're an abusive presence. People say what me? No, not me. This is not me. So if you're mm. having that reaction, that is normal and mm. that is not real. Okay. So, so I think I'm, I think I'm understanding this Mm -hmm. now. One thing we talk of on the podcast often is that, you know, we must take responsibility for ourselves, right? We must take responsibility for our own Mm -hmm. uh, shortcomings, Mm -hmm. our own problems, our own mental illness, our own, just whatever's fucked up about us. Right. And you know, what you're saying is, is that one part of us, an extension of us, of our bodies, of our personalities, of ourselves is the spaces that we live upon Mm -hmm. and that it is our responsibilities as individuals to make those things of our lives better, including our physical spaces. Mm -hmm. And you are someone who charges money to tell people that they need to do this themselves. Correct. Correct. And, and, and I charge additional money to um, assist you in finding a space that is, that will be of the most therapeutic benefit to you. So, um, so, so if I were to, let's say mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I don't, I don't want you to give it away for free necessarily, mm-hmm. but, um, sure. you know, if you could stick around for mm-hmm. just a couple more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, um, if I were to come to you as a client and say, okay, I want to improve my space or, mm-hmm. you know, if I come to you and you say, you tell me I need to desperately improve my space yeah. And you were to consult with me, you were to bring me to a better space. Um, what would that look like? How would you help me and how much would it cost? Sure, sure. Well, um, and this is only just to promote your business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want my listeners to be able to, you know, um, use this resource that is in the world that I think a lot of people did not know was, was a resource that was available. Yes, yes. No, a lot of people don't know about it. So I am grateful um, to you for helping me spread the word about this. Of okay, course, so yeah, let's, you're welcome. Let, let's start with your space. Um, and and okay. let's say we were going to um, work with the space you have just just um, because, again... Um, that would make sense. I know yeah. you're in a hurry, so we'll, we'll work with kind of what you have I'm here. I'm not in a hurry. I, I'm, we can, we have... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So how, um, so I'll start with, with your current space. I would ask you to um, answer a couple questions about it. Um, are you, okay. what are your floors like? Are, do you have carpeting? Uh, no, I have, uh, I have hardwood floors. Okay, terrific. How new? Um, I believe they were installed um, shortly before I moved in mm-hmm. of here after the last tenants moved out. I've been in this apartment for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Okay, shiny, um, shiny real wood or that kind of pale sort of fake ash wood um it seems real to me i I, you know i've had splinters catch my socks and things like that so okay okay so it seems like the floors are in are in decent shape um yeah they're not bad bring someone in to to refinish to sand to to avoid the splinters Um, okay so so you're working you're, you're you're coming in improving the space i'm currently in you're not necessarily like driving me out of here immediately no i i think it would be i think it would be Best, I, I want to show an example of how I may improve the space that you are, are currently in. Oh, okay. In. This, this is, is a hypothetical. Yes, right. yes. Um, so what, describe to me your, um, well, how many rooms? How many rooms are you working with? Uh, you mean just rooms total? Yes. Let's see. I have my, um, I have my bedroom. Um, mm-hmm. I have my kitchen. I have my um, living room mm-hmm. and my bathroom. That's four rooms. Okay, four rooms. We generally don't count the bathroom, so I'm going to call it three rooms. Um, okay. Well, a bathroom. Yes. No, I, I understand it to be yeah. a room, but it is. I, I consider it to be a room, you know, with a bath and a toilet. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and, and and that's right. And this is and this is why you're here, because I don't know what you know. Yes. 
Yes. Um, and what, uh, so let's just start with the living room. What, what are you sitting on in the living room? Are you, are you on a couch? Are you on a uh, futon? I do have a couch, yes. Um, I, that is actually my only sitting. It, it is a small living room, and so I do not have uh, extra room for, say, like a chair. So, uh-huh. so I do have just a couch. How much did that couch cost? Where did it come from? Um, well, it is a West Elm couch, but I, okay. I got it. I, I paid $200 for it uh, used uh, from someone of Craigslist. All right. So that's going to be our first problem. Because okay. again, um, the amount, the dollar amount of money you invest in something is a direct translation of the amount you are willing to invest in yourself. Uh, here's what I'll say about the couch is that the lady who was selling it of Craigslist, it was kind of new. And she was like, it was a situation where like she was like, you know, dating someone who like owns of a house and she was like moving in with this person who she was dating. And so she was like, I just need to get rid of the couch. Uh-huh. So, so you I'm selling it for someone's cheap. garbage. You purchase, you are sitting on a piece of, a, a piece of well, it was trash uh, that you opted to pay for. No, I, well, I, 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 you know, you know, one man's trash is another one's well, treasure. You used the you know? word discard. You said she discarded. She was discarding. The I, I didn't use the word discard. You I said she was getting the, rid of it. I, getting I rid of is the, is the definition right, but I didn't of discard. Say, you said I said the word discard. I'm just, you I said believe I said you, discard I believe and you I didn't used the say word discard. Well, I believe Anyways, you did. It, use, it was, it was pretty new and lightly used and she was selling it for cheap because she just like, it, it, it was like, it was basically like I prevented it from being garbage. Do you know what I mean? If I, I, if I ate three potato chips off of a paper plate okay, and, and you paid me $5 for it, what would you be doing? Uh, I truly have no idea. You would be buying garbage. And, and that is exactly the same situation because. What, what, what did I give you $5 for? The chips or the plate? The plate. I ate the chips. I oh. used the paper plate. To eat three chips, to ma- just to match your point of lightly used. That is a lightly used paper plate. I didn't. It was. Oh, okay. I, I didn't eat anything with a fork, so my saliva was not on this plate. I didn't leave any any stains from beans or spinach. It was simply right. three dry potato chips. I ate them off. Um, this is a plate you could theoretically use again, lightly used. Yeah, like if I took that plate home and mm-hmm. I ate my lunch off of it that day. You know what I mean? Yes. Like. And Gar- then, yeah. And then, well, I guess it's a paper plate, so I guess I would throw it away. But yeah. So, so I, what I'm saying is, the couch okay, in your good home point. is essentially the same as purchasing a used paper plate from somebody. And if that's the way you want to see yourself, that is a choice you can make. We can end this mm. right here. But if you want to see yourself as a person of moderate value, you're going to need to spend. Twelve hundred to seventeen hundred dollars on a and on a couch for one person, and I and on a, I bra- on a brand not, new couch. Yes. Okay. Yes, because if you are not garbage, you cannot sit or sleep or lie on garbage. Do, do wow. you think you're? Do you find yourself to be garbage? Uh, you know what? I I didn't think that I was, but now mm-hmm. I may be starting to think that I am. Well, you are until you get a different couch, and that's something. Wow. You okay. Know, acceptance is is important I'm, here. I'm writing that down. Get new couch. Okay. Great. And um, and okay. I would again, uh, by making a purchase that large can be overwhelming, um, and especially when you're trying to get something that will motivate you to be better and act better and think better every single day when you look at that couch. And that's where I come in. And I, for um, my hourly rate, again would be happy to help you choose that couch, help you pick out that couch, help you purchase that couch. Okay. What, what is your hourly rate? It's $300 just, just... an hour. An hour. Wow. $300 okay. an hour because. And how many hours do you feel like you would need if you were to come into my space and, mm-hmm. you know, tell me what I needed to uh, discard, <laughs> I guess, and, uh, and, and purchase a new. Right. Well, I would need to do, um, uh, I would need to give you a quote, you know, do, do a consultant, I would need to consult with you, which itself would be an hour. But um, ba- just based on, based on just the amount of work that needs to be done with this couch, this tapestry, these two ugly pictures, I would say um, nine to twelve hours. Wow. Okay. Times three hundred would be mm-hmm. uh, something around four four thousand five thousand something like that. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which, okay. Mm-hmm. It's. I think so, of it as you know. Go, do you? 
It's the same as it's it's a personal investment. You know, it's, it's the same yeah, as going sure. to the gym. It's the same as mm. you know purchasing a, a skincare product that may be expensive now, but will save you from having damage later. And and mm. I I see this as identical to that. Okay. All right. You know, I understand how it could be useful. Okay. So, so my couch and then, and then what else? Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, describe to me, I guess let's, let's move into the kitchen. Um, describe mm. to me the, the style of appliances you have in your kitchen. Oh, okay. So, so you want me to describe the appliances, which are, you know, outside, you know, they, these did not come with the kitchen. Is that okay? I, I mean, I guess the couch didn't come with the living room, but. Um, so what, what I'm hearing is you are not making choices about the direction you wish to go in your life. You're merely stumbling upon a situation, seeing what's in front of you, accepting it and saying, hello world, whatever you have for me, I'll take it. Um, sure, I guess. Do you think that's a productive, proactive approach to getting what you want in this life? I feel like you want me to say no. Okay, let me, you know what, let me, I'll, I'll give it, um, I have a, I have a, I'll give you another metaphor. Okay. What if I um, came to your house and brought an angry, biting dog? Hmm. Like up, uh, and, and I'm not against pit bulls, I'm not, I'm not an anti-pit person, but, what, but some of them are bad, some of them are violent. What if I brought an angry, biting pit bull to your home? I said, this dog just bit a baby. Oh, no. I've been told to put it down but I'm bringing it to your house. This is your dog now. The dog bites you on the calf. A deep puncture wound happens. I leave. What do you do with that dog? Do you, do you say this is now, do you accept that? Do you say this is now my dog forever? Now I have this angry biting dog. Um, I, th- you know, I think it depends on, you know, if you like, I'm trying to think of the likelihood of this actually happening. I, I mean, I know it's a hypothetical, but I would say that like, yeah, you know, I probably wouldn't like it. Um, I guess it would depend on like if I could spend some time of the dog. and It bites you every um, day. Okay. Every day. It does I, not learn. I feel like. It's a okay. danger. So I this feel like what you want me to say is no, I would get rid of the dog. And so that is what I will say. Well, no, I want you to make your own decision. Do you want a dog? Do I, you? I, deci- I decided that I Mookie want to say B what want a you dog want that me to bites say. you every day. Because if you want that, that you you have the option to be bit by a dog every day. If that is right. what you want, do you okay. want that? I would say no. I don't want that. All right, then. Do you want the tan refrigerator and the two white stove that arrived at your apartment with you? Mm. Do you want those? I will say my tan refrigerator started white. It just, it's dirty. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I'm saying like, you know, every now and then I'll, I will I will clean it. Okay, so to answer your original question, um, I have um, some pots and pans and a Cuisinart uh, food processor and a, 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 a blender and, you know, a couple other odds and ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you do seem unwilling to replace the appliances that arrive at your apartment. Well, they all seem to be in good working condition, um, you know, so I, I guess, you, you know, the, again, this is why you're here. It's sort of like it had never occurred to me that the, those need to be better. You know what I mean? To me, it was always sort of like a simple like these serve their simple function, their simple purpose. And so, you know, like if I need to make a smoothie in the morning, like I put it in my blender and I make it and my blender works fine. You know what I mean? But you're saying I should get a, a nicer blender? Well, I'm saying if you, well, I, I really, I mean, do you, what, 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 um, what is the brand and price of your blender? Uh, my blender is um, Oster and it was $25 at Target. And I would say, yes, you do need to get a nicer blender. Mm. But it, but it, but it makes my smoothie good. I, and again, I'm not here to argue with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm saying like my smoothies, like I, I, if you were to come to my house, I would, I would make you a smoothie. The first thing I would do when you walked in the door is I would make you a smoothie and show you how well my blender works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you love it? Wow. When you use your blender, does it fill you with a sense of worth, purpose, joy? I guess you you're asking me does it spark? I mean I don't want to say it. No, I of, please I I don't want you to say it. I will not say it. It's not um I'm not I Okay. I, okay, I won't say it. That's not. Um, you know, again, purpose worth joy. Does it fill you with a sense of purpose worth joy? You know, I don't know that I've ever derived those feelings of my blender. And again, this is why this is fascinating of me because it's like, it's another one of those things. It's just like, 
part of the routine. It's just muscle memory. It's just, I wake up of the morning, I throw some frozen strawberries and blueberries and Mm -hmm. some Greek yogurt and a scoop of almond butter and some almond milk and a one scoop of chocolate protein powder of the blender, Mm -hmm. blend it up, drink it down, and then, you know, go do an extremely hard workout. You know what I mean? Like that's just, and where, where do you do this workout? Well, I, sometimes I will go, um, you know, to a park, I will do it there. I will go of a hike and I'll do some pushups and sit ups. Sometimes I'll do it of my living room. I'll watch mm-hmm. a YouTube video of a, uh, a high intensity interval training workout, things of that. Um, you know, just to sort of, you know, keep my body sharp, lean, tight. So you're, so you're using your, you're using your recreational, your relaxing, your, uh, wind down space to exhaust yourself. Mm. I never considered it as a relaxation and wind down space solely, but mm. yes, I guess I, if mm. you're looking at it that way, then yes, mm-hmm. you're correct. So you're okay. saying one, one room should have one purpose. Yes. Yes. And you don't yes. use yes. that just like the bathroom is one, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, relieve yourself of your kitchen. You know no. what I mean? Like that kind no. of thing. One, yeah. One, one, one room should have one purpose. And I do think even, I know I, I said I would, Assess your whole apartment, but even just uh, now that I have this key piece of information that you are exercising in your living room, I do think the only um, the only remedy for you to fix your life, I think we would need to be looking for a new space for you, which which I do offer as a service mm. as well. I I can provide assistance with the entire process of um, finding a new space, finding the right space, decorating that space, and that. Um, would of course be more hours, but that um, mm. seems necessary for you. And I, I am available to do that. So I, I do think okay. scrap your whole place. You need to be in a new space. Wow. Okay. So there's no two ways ab- ab- about it. I, I need to, I need to get out of here. I mean, in, in my, in my professional opinion, you know, and, and of course mm. all I am is a is a therapist, a thinker, a person who has a lot of experience with this. And I, I just do, I do have men, I have clients who have decided to stay in their bad, small, ugly homes. And I will say without fail, all of those clients are suffering. Wow. And, and you're, and you're here to help. I am here to help. Wow. Before we wrap up here, and I wish that I had asked you this earlier, but you know, again, I think you've been extremely insightful here. Um, you know, I'm happy to have provided this exposure for you upon my podcast and maybe we can talk some kind of barter in terms of, you know, what I would pay you to help me move out of my apartment, mm-hmm. you I, know, I would v- versus the exposure that I've given you right now and probably sure. the big bump in business. But, mm-hmm. you know, you are somebody who seems to really know what they're talking about, really be strong of their convictions. And I admire that, um, you know, especially of a woman and, you know, like, I haven't seen your space. You know, you're very closed off of, you know, describing your space. I guess I just wonder, like, you know, how did you come to start this? You know, what what is it about spaces that you felt like one day you were like, I am an expert of that? Oh, that's um, that is that is a great question. Um, yeah. So I do have a an extensive background in real estate. Um, mm-hmm. I spent my uh, my early, early days after I. Um, got married, I did get a real estate license. And I just found that um, all of the spaces that I saw had personalities and and had impacts on on people. And I felt that the people to whom I showed houses to all um, really had um, some strong misconceptions about what they needed in a space. You know, I I was encountering so many people who said, "I, I can't buy this house. I don't need five bedrooms or you know, I, I'm, I'm a nurse on a fixed income. I can't mm. have a pool. Mm. I take care of my elderly father. I, I need a, a, a house without several sets of stairs. And mm. I found that um, the more I was able to connect to these people about um, how they were wrong about what they felt that they wanted and needed, mm. the more they were open to purchasing the homes that they not wanted, but needed. Sure. Um, and, and I felt a great sense of purpose from that. And, and that's when I thought I could expand my business, um, not just to, to wow. selling homes, but to therapeutically decorating homes and, and sort of expand my, my reach. 
I'm so glad you shared that with me, Bernice, and I do appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I think we are similar in that way where we sort of have this gift of, you know, um, being of good mental health and Mm -hmm. understanding, you know, because of that, understanding how and where and why and what other people are mentally ill and to sort of go, Mm -hmm. look, you're not of your right mind right now. Mm -hmm. I need to step in of you and tell you what is good for you. Mm -hmm. And what is good for you is to have a five bedroom house with many stairs and a pool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's sort of your thing. Yeah. Although I would say you are judging um, by what you've described to me about your space, you know, sitting on garbage, eating on a biting dog eating from a biting dog, you are quite mentally ill, I would say. And wow. uh, again, in my opinion, it's, it's dire, but you can, of course, you as all of us can do whatever, whatever it is hmm. that you want. You can live as small, as, as weakly as you choose. Well, I respect of your opinion and, um, you know, I, you know, maybe we can talk off air a little bit more about what it is that I could do to help that because, you know, I want to be the best me I can be, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if, and if my physical living space is part of me, then I want that to be the best mm-hmm. it can be as well. I wish we could talk more, but again, you've impressed upon me what a hurry you're in. So I will, I am, will yeah, sign no, off I'm, very quickly to be respectful of that. I have the entire rest of the day open. And so if you, I mean, it's up to you. It's just, if you would mm-hmm. like to stay after on the zoom and speak a little bit, I, I, I truly have all the time in the world today. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I will not, I will not hold you up. I will, I will be going. Okay. That's, it won't be a problem. Okay. So, um, Hey, here's just a fun question to end up. What's the fit. What's your favorite room in your house? I, I, I actually don't feel that I can reveal that. I mean, all you would have to say is like my living room, like we wouldn't know what your living room looks like or is if you just said the word living room. Like, what is your I mean, I guess you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. But like, you know, when you when you're at home, you know, like you're telling other people what their space is, you know, like how how, how do you relax in your space? If you're like, I'm going to relax and, you know, um, you know, light of a candle and 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 read a book or something like what room are you choosing? Mm-hmm. OK, um, I'm. I'm- trying to think how I can answer this without revealing a single thing about the space in which I live and any Mm -hmm. of the details of it. Like I I don't even feel comfortable revealing whether I have a book or a candle. um, Okay. There's, there's a lot one could extrapolate from that. Mm. So let's just say. Okay. I enjoy to exist in a space. Okay. With some number of walls, a floor, a ceiling. I will not reveal whether that ceiling is pitched or parallel to the ground. Okay. A ceiling at some angle. And when I am in this space, I feel joy, purpose, uh, joy, purpose, wellness. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you I, very much. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I was gonna. To I was going to say something about the windows, but I would prefer not to reveal. Okay. Whether the space has windows. Or I, you know, I don't, don't want to. I, I don't think it's actually. Ethical. Of course. Yeah. And I, of course, you know, want you to feel comfortable yes, here. Yes, so yes, I will not ask you yes, anymore. And yes, thank you for answering yes. of the question as best you could. Yes. Um, okay. So Bernice Spouts, um, you know, where, where can we find your business? If, if, if my listeners are as intrigued by you as I am currently, mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where could they find you uh, to, you know, patronize your services? I'm, I'm so glad you asked. I have a website. Uh, my business is called Crate and Barrel. Um, so you can go to Crate and barrel um underscore.com crate and oh crate and barrel okay so like the so are you working in partnership with the store chain crate and barrel no it's an unfortunate coincidence um because one of the i one of my one of my design preferences is a um a small crate as an end table um i Mm. love to put a barrel in, in a backyard as maybe a a sort of pithy place you could put your grill tongs down on. And so mm. I thought that captured my personality. Um, and I'm correct about that, but I, um, but it is entirely unaffiliated entirely. Um, oh, and crate. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned crate is spelled C R the letter eight, uh, and barrel okay. underscore.com. So, so C R eight and C-R-8 and, and barrel underscore underscore so there is one small underscore between Book. barrel and dot Correct. and dot com gotcha Correct. okay Correct. okay crate and barrel.com and no www don't try to type the www it just the crate is the first 
thing. So you're saying if you went to www.crateandbarrel.com, you would go someplace completely different. You would go to the to the store. Most iterations, they they. Um, oh, they yes. bought that. They, they bought, bought up that, that domain. One. They bought the the one with the W's. Yes. Well, I'm I'm glad you found your own domain. I, I guess you Thank are you. sort of the 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 master of your domain. <laughs> you know, domain being yes, our living yes, space, of yes, course. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Isn't that yes, clever? That's, yeah, yes. Terribly clever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's very uh, good. Yeah. Bernice Spouts of Crate and Barrel underscore dot com. Thank you for being of the podcast. And I'm going to ask you uh, the question I ask all my guests. Do you feel worthy? Always. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. All right. I love you. Oh, have a good day. This email comes from loyal listener Maggie. Maggie writes of me, Dear Lomuki B, I am someone who has made many mistakes in the past. Mistakes that I am deeply embarrassed of. How do I forgive myself and move forward and get others to forgive me too? Thank you. Well, Maggie, would it shock you to know that I too have made mistakes? I bet it would, and I bet it did. I'll give you a moment to pick up from the floor whatever it is that you were just holding and no longer are because you dropped it out of shock of what I just said of you. Me, Lil Mookie B, have made mistakes, is not perfect. I have called someone the wrong name. I have shown up of the birthday party without a gift. I have been too nice to people to the point that it has been detrimental to myself. I would even go as far to say that everyone upon the planet of Earth has made mistakes and will continue to make terrible mistakes all the time until they start attending a therapy. It is the nature of human beings. It is a feature, not a bug. But what about when the mistakes that we have made are so much worse than what I had just described myself doing? When these mistakes have deeply hurt and embarrassed others and ourselves, the mistakes that make us cringe when we recall them of our minds. Well, we must move away from these mistakes. And the only direction of which we can move away from them is forward. Time is linear, I guess, if I could think of an accurate way to describe it off the top of my head. Linear of the root word line. And that is to say, time moves in a forward line. Imagine time as a tightrope, hoisted between the twin towers of downtown Manhattan, and you are the French guy from that documentary starring the younger guy from Looper. You are on a straight line from one tower to the other, but once you have started the journey, you must keep moving forward. You cannot go backwards, or you will lose your balance and fall to a horrible death. See how that kind of makes perfect sense? We cannot go backwards in regards of time. I mean, literally, we cannot hop inside of a time machine and travel to a time previous to the current time. If we could do that, well, we could just simply go back and undo all the harmful and embarrassing mistakes we have made. Hell, I'd love that. That'd be great. I'd be all for it. Sounds good to me. I hope someone's working on it right now. I really do. But until then... We have to move forward. There is nothing we can do about what has already happened. So we must ask ourselves this question. What's next? What can we do now to make our lives of the present moment the best that it can be, irregardless of the mistakes of the past? Well, for one, we can forgive of ourselves. Maggie, you asked how you can forgive of yourself. Well. Give it a try. See how it goes. Look upon the mirror and say the words, I forgive you. Did that work? Probably did. If it didn't, maybe there's a way you can amend the mistakes you have made of your past. Reach out to those people you feel as though you've hurt and apologize to them. Let the empathy that you feel from that transfer over to yourself. Have some empathy for you. And then maybe those people will see the empathy you possess and they will find forgiveness of you through that. Give what you would like to receive rather than asking of it or demanding of it. Give empathy. I can tell you have empathy with inside of you, Maggie, or else you wouldn't be contacting me with such a question. Trust me, I can sniff these things. <laughs> if we can find empathy and forgiveness in the present, 
we will not spend as much time in the past where we actually are not. So remember my helpful advice. Go easy of yourself. Move in the direction of forward and know that it is way too late to fix those mistakes. But it is never too late for forgiveness. And also empathy. Hey, 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 we got through another day, and I think that's pretty rad. If you would like me to answer of your life advice questions from the perspective of therapy on the airwaves, you can call me upon 424-245-5477. Again, that's 424-245-5477 and leave of me a voicemail. You can also write your questions to me at youareworthypod at gmail.com. I need those questions. Keep them coming. Thank you of my guest, Bernice Spouts. You can purchase Lil Mookie B merch at TeePublic. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, mugs, and even more. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash lilmookieb. That's tpublic.com slash user slash lilmookieb. If you would like the support of this podcast, you can visit anchor.fm slash lilmookieb slash support and make a monthly donation to keep this podcast upon the airwaves. That's anchor.fm slash lilmookieb slash support. Please listen, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else upon platforms of which you listen to podcasts. And please rate and review us five stars. Ugh. You can follow me on social medias, at B across all platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. That's L-I-L-M-O-O-K-I-E-B. You can also follow You Are Worthy Pod. Our podcast theme song is an original composition upon me, Lil Mookie B, in collaboration of Midi Keys and Maya, the Garage Band drummer. Thank you for listening and keep continuing to be worthy. Uh, okay. 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 This has been a Lil Mookie B production in association of Pink Hoodie Media.